developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. And on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out. And that's it. I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. As many of you know, uh, Elon Musk owns Twitter and he has now changed the name to X because he likes the letter X. He likes the name X. He actually named one of his kids X. But also when we switched from Twitter to X, we got rid of that lovely little bird logo, right? Well, some people are desperate to get the bird logo back for their Twitter, which is now called X. So how are they doing this? Well, there are some ways, some long ways that you can do that. We have uh, all the steps over at the website at commando.com. But some people are getting creative. How? They're taking their old phones, okay, that have the Twitter logo right there uh, and turned off any update for Twitter. And then they're selling them on eBay. Old phones with the Twitter logo. How much do you think they're going for on eBay? Anybody? How much do you think? Well, one hasn't sold yet, but they're listed there for around $25,000. Oh my gosh, $25,000. Speaking of eBay, I put all my copies of Chiropractors Weekly up for sale on eBay. That's right. I just have loads of back issues. (laughs) Yes, on that happy note, welcome. It's, of course, the Kim Commando Show. It's the nation's best and biggest and most trusted show about all things digital. I am, of course, Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess, here with you once again. And you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And to our first timers just tuning in, we're thrilled to have you. And to our loyal listeners, welcome back. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations from coast to coast. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7 over at commando.com. Just search for that big old yellow button in the upper right-hand corner that says Commando Community. And a special shout-out goes to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network radio. I'm talking about the servicemen and women in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force who are listening in 175 different countries. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. Now, let me tell you, if you need immediate technical support, you need somebody to help you with your Wi-Fi, your printer, maybe setting up a new computer or a phone or a tablet, whatever it is, I want you to reach out to my team of tech experts right now at getkimshelp.com. Once again, that address is getkimshelp.com. They are there 24-7. And if they don't fix your problems, you don't have to pay. Once again, that's getkimshelp.com. All right, every single day I check out almost 40 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date on what's happening in the tech universe. And here are five things that you need to know right now. And we're going to start with the myth about Apple products, that they are immune from badware and from viruses and from spyware because, you know, it's a Mac. It's not a Windows-based PC. Eh, not so much. 
It turns out that Russian hackers on the dark web, they are marketing an ingenious way to get into Apple products. There's an ad floating around promoting what's called a hidden virtual network computer tool. It's designed to give attackers full control over Macs, even surpassing all any type of built-in security features. Now, they're so confident, these Russian hackers, that it's going to work, that they are willing to give anybody a $100,000 guarantee. Now, keep in mind, I don't know if you'll actually get the 100 grand because we're talking about Russian hackers located where? On the dark web, but they're out there. Now, VNC, virtual network computers, it's what IT guys and gals use to get into your computer and they take over and they offer remote technical support. Now, a hidden virtual network computer is so insidious because you don't need permission and you can't even see what the hackers are doing. So just want to bring this up that if you're on a Mac, you know, you need to make sure that you have internet security software too. Uh, Number two, looking for love in all the wrong places. If you're dating online, this is really super interesting is that apps have made it a lot easier for folks to connect up, right? And to hook up. Well, people are finding that Tinder and Match and Bumble and all the other ones, plenty of fish, that it's not exactly the best way to meet somebody. What they're actually using is Google Docs. What? Right? I mean, I said the same thing. What about the dating apps? No, Google Docs. They're calling themselves Date Me Docs. They look like little resumes, and they say that it gives you a fuller picture of what you're getting into if you decide to go on a date. So inside the Google document, you put in a headshot, and you write everything there is that somebody might want to know about you. Then if someone wants to actually go on a date with you, on the bottom, there's a little form so that you can make a request. Now, these Date Me Docs are then put into a directory of other Date Me Docs for dating. So I went online and I searched for some, and I can see why a lot of people want to do this over Tinder, especially if you're looking for a real relationship. Again, they're called date me docs. All right, number three, uh, more young people than ever are getting hearing aids. What's going on with that? New research from the CDC says that about one-fifth of all Americans under the age of 30 have had their hearing damaged by noise. Hmm. Can you guess what the main culprit is? I know, you're super smart. Everyone's just plugging stuff into their ears, blasting music at unsafe levels. In fact, if you have your headphones on for more than 60 minutes at a time, you're supposed to take them off and give your ears a break. Now, I know more than a few people need to listen to that advice, right? Uh, Another thing, hearing aids are getting a lot more affordable because now you can get them over the counter. That actually went into play October of last year. So a lot of young people are now saying, hey, that's a lot more accessible. And they don't always look like those old, big hearing aids that we used to see in our grandparents. But this just reminds me of a story. This is so funny. My father-in-law just got some new hearing aids. And he was just telling me how great they are, how he could suddenly hear Fox News and everything that was going on. And then we talked for a few more minutes. And I said, you know, hey, Dad, um, what do you want for dinner tonight? And he actually did this. He um, looked at his watch and he said, oh, the time? It's 4.30. I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah, those hearing aids are really, really working well. Uh, moving on to number four, light bulbs. Yes, Thomas Edison's greatest invention or that hot light that burned your hands. 
Uh, over 140 years we've been using them. After a 16-year battle in Washington, D.C., the incandescent light bulb is now banned for sale in the U.S. to enforce new regulations that those old bulbs just can't meet. There's a new energy efficiency standard of 45 lumens per watt. Now, incandescent bulbs provided only 15. So to replace them, you buy the LEDs. Now, I will tell you that not all bulbs are being unscrewed under this rule. I mean, we're talking about appliance bulbs, bug bulbs, uh, colored lamps, and other specialty lights. They may get a pass. So, And don't worry about the old light bulbs that you have on hand. They can keep on glowing until they naturally just burn out. And last, this coming in at number five. Wow, backseat drivers, you're going to love this. But I will tell you that when... I drive. I really like to drive. I get a thrill out of driving, and I like a steering wheel, and I don't want to be sit in anybody's passenger seat or back seat. But BMW, the i7, their latest car, you could actually live in the back seat. you got to listen to this. It's basically a cinema, an office space, a lounge, all rolled into one. It has this 31-inch roll-down screen. It just spans the, the entire width of the car. And then it has a 36-speaker 4D sound system with built-in seat shakers. Yes, like you have in some movie theaters. Uh, connections to all the streaming services, of course. The reclining seats are more like lazy boy chairs. Now, to really cap it off is that you have a personal assistant in your i7. You can just say, activate theater mode. And you have to say like that. You can't say, like, turn on the theater. No, if you're in this car, you have to say... Activate theater mode. And from there, automatically the windows dim, the sun shades close, and the screen rolls down. And the price, you ready for this? $150,000. Wow, $150,000 for that car. Hey, speaking of cars and music, you know, one minute you're young and you're having fun and you're blasting your music. And then the next minute, you're turning down the stereo in your car just so you can see better. I know, you've done that. I know you have. <laughs> you have. Because you know what? I admit, I have done that too. Uh, Thomas in Rochester, New Hampshire. I booked a vacation and I found out Delta was flying me to my destination. So I was calling them to try to get an upgrade to first class. And it didn't seem like Delta, but even though it said it was. So I ended up getting forwarded to a company called Fairshop. Now, I did give them my credit card, but I felt something wasn't right. So I called Delta back and I kind of told them what happened and I told them the um, company. Then they said, oh yeah, that, that's a scam. So I canceled my credit card and I opened a LifeLock account just to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And I have an UMA phone system. So I checked all my logs and I verified that I actually did dial the Delta main phone number. And I opened a case with them. Oh, you did? Yes. And I opened a case with them, and they told me they had no record of the call, but they had a record of my second call. So I filed some complaints with um, the DOJ, and I opened a case against the company Fairshop from, uh, I think it was a consumer mm -hmm. protection agency and the FBI, which is IC3 case. 
So anyway, the yes. case with the DOJ was with Delta, and I had all the logs, I had all the emails, I zipped everything up, I gave them to the Department of Justice, and they made two attempts to contact Delta on my behalf. And it took, I think, somewhere around a month, and they wrote me a letter, and they sent me an email, and they said, Delta has never contacted us back on your case, so we're closing it. So I wasn't sure what to do next. I mean, I was thinking of getting a lawyer because I have all the proof. And I even opened a case with Uma to make sure that there was no way, since the phone log showed I dialed them, that there was no way. Mm -hmm. And I actually was looking up the CEO of the company. And I was trying to email and find out right. them, but I actually got through to someone named Susanna Curtis. I figured out that she was the administrative assistant uh, for the CEO, but I didn't know that at the time. So during the call, I was talking to her and she was like, well, you were you were spoofed. And I'm like, well, I didn't get the call. I initiated the call. She was super rude and she didn't, uh, she just offered me 250 frequent flyer miles credit. And I'm like, well, I don't really want that. I don't, I don't want to fly with Delta anymore. So Thomas, on your, cause you're using UMA as VOIP, does the UMA phone number show that you were calling Delta? Yes, it shows. And the reason why I knew I called Delta, because while I was trying to get the first class upgrade with the scammer. I had another call coming in and I was super annoyed because I was trying to talk and and it's got that clicking noise. So I know for sure. And I know, knew the time I sent it to Delta. Delta did call me on the original case and I did talk to someone and I asked them about their phone systems. And I think they said something that their phone systems was out of Chicago and they were, they found the one call that I made, but they said I didn't make another call, but you know, I sent them all the information and I had, and Another thing they thought is that I was like using, I initiated the dial from the phone itself. You know, I, I don't use like this dialer on the computer that connects and that's what they thought, but it, it wasn't. But now my thought. So you actually punched, you actually put in the number. Yes, you, I actually, actually put in the number. Punched the number. And at first I thought I dialed the wrong number, but I'm like, no, that it, it can't be. So I'm wondering if there was something in UMA. In the VOIP, that when you dialed Delta, that the VOIP line got compromised and sent you over to this airline scam site. Well, that's what I thought. So I opened the case with UMA, and they said that was not possible. So, and that, like, how would they know that through UMA that I was dialing Delta? What, What I think happened... Oh, they could, you know, they can, they can know that. They, that's a well known number. I mean, I think that would be pretty easy to, to set up an if then or else statement. Yeah. Uh, you know, if the customer calls and it calls this main number for Delta, then substitute that number for this. I think that would be pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. What I think happened is somebody in Delta forwarded the number to the scammer, like they're getting paid for forwarding a number. It could be that. But what I would do if I were you, is I would push this out on social media mm-hmm. uh, using, I push it out to Uma and I push it out to Delta, uh, you know, on their Twitter handles mm-hmm. and say, how come you're not responding to me about this? And Uma, you know, is you just, you just said, no, it doesn't happen. Case closed. And I want to see the logs on your mm-hmm. side. My gut is telling me that there was something going on in the VOIP world. That's what my gut is telling okay. me. Now, just because I think it's going to be really hard, I would have to think that if 
you got hit by a scammer by calling a Delta phone number, that you would not be the only person. And the DOJ would have a lot more complaints and the FBI a lot more complaints than you. So that's why I'm going to I'm going to point the finger to UMA. I would want them to actually come to the table and show me what happened because mm-hmm. they have all those logs. They they know they know everything that's happening. They know everything that you, that you do, yeah. okay? As far as when you're using that phone line. And so I would actually point it back to them and see what kind of result they could tell me. Because you know what? Thomas, if you're using UMA, my concern is you're going to call somebody else. And if their system somehow got compromised, and I don't know this because I haven't researched it, but if their system did in fact get compromised, then you have a bigger issue because now you can't trust whoever you call is actually going to be that person. So, you know, ask them for that information and then call me back. This is like the rest of the story. I need to know. And obviously, you're smart, you're IT literate, and uh, because of everything that you've done so far, and keep us posted. You know, another thought, you just might want to look for this. I mean, maybe there's some malware or some malicious browser extension on your computer that is redirecting the call or maybe displaying an incorrect number. So make sure you hunt that down, too. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, right now we're going to dive into the universe of a very busy Reddit community. It's called Am I the A-Hole? And it's a place where... You know, people bear their deepest, darkest dilemmas, and they unfold what's happening in their life, all seeking an answer. Is this person to blame? Did I do something wrong? So the crowd steps in. I love this. They cast their votes and perspectives until the conclusion comes forth. Are you or are you not the metaphorical a-hole? Now it's time for you to put on that judge's hat. Once a week, I handpick a fresh post for your consideration, and the judgment falls on your shoulders. But wait, we have a special guest primed and ready to embrace the challenge and compete for the grand reward. Yes, it is the much-coveted Kim Commando Show fanny pack that's beyond any valuation. Well, it's worth around 35 bucks. And joining us this week is Lloyd in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hi there, Lloyd. Hi, Kim. Thanks for taking my call. Glad to be here. So what do you do there in Wisconsin? Well, I work as a certified financial planner and a certified public accountant and do a little insurance. So a lot of financial stuff. Oh, so you're the fun guy at the party, aren't you? You would be surprised. Everyone's got a tax question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm sure we do. All right. So here's the deal, Lloyd. I'm going to go ahead and read this story that was posted on Am I the A-Hole and Reddit. And then at the end, you have to decide, is this person who wrote it the A-Hole or not? You ready? Ready. So someone sent anonymous messages to her and some of her friends and coworkers with a link to the video I uploaded. Well, she got so mad at me, she called me an a-hole for uploading the videos without asking her permission. Now, I have to tell you, both camera systems were put there by me, and I managed the devices. I have since deleted the video, but some of her friends found copies other people had included, and they keep teasing her all about it. I don't know why it's such a big deal. There are tons of similar videos on the Internet. It's not that It's not even that easy to recognize her, especially in the home security video. So I'm asking everybody here on Reddit, 
Am I the a-hole or not? Okay, so now it's up to you, Lloyd. Is this guy an a-hole or is he not? Absolutely, he is. (laughs) Why do you say that? (laughs) What an invasion and breach of trust. That should never have been shared with, well, anybody, really. Mm, I, I agree. I think he's trying to humiliate her. He was trying to get a joke on her behalf. And I think he's a pretty crappy boyfriend, all in all. So exactly. let's see what on. she does. She needs to find a new guy. All right. Let's see what the Internet says. Is Lloyd right that the guy is an a-hole or is he wrong? Yeah! All right. We're all in agreement. She needs to find a new boyfriend. All right. So I know you have a question for me, Lloyd, and how can I help out? And congratulations on the big win for the Kim Commando Show fanny pack. So what's going on? Well, I've always wanted the fanny pack, so thank you for that. Uh, about 14 years ago, I set up a Facebook page, or somebody did, for my high school class. And recently, people have been posting all over it for um, unrelated things, jobs and um, buying T-shirts, and I've been getting requests to try to clean this up. And I don't do much Facebook, and I was Googling, trying to figure it out, and I believe you said you can't Google trusted advice, so I thought I'd call America's digital goddess for help. <laughs> well, you came to the right place, Lloyd. Uh, you're probably seeing all the ads for everything under the sun because it's a public group, and what you want to do is make it a private group. And we're going to send you those steps as soon as we hang up uh, exactly on how you do that. You go into Facebook and then you have to edit the group settings and membership approval. And that's when you set it to be private. And so basically you have to permission anybody who comes in. And so what you can do is actually ask them questions when they submit that they want to be part of the group. You know, are you a member of whatever class this high school was? And then you can actually verify that they were actual classmates. Um, the other thing you want to do is filter out anybody who's, who is a member and you know that they're not part of the class uh, because this way you can get rid of some of that joke, you know, some of that junk that's been just, you know, some of that junk that's just been taken over this Facebook group. So we'll send oh, you those you. steps. Um, the other thing that you want to start thinking about are other ways that you can increase engagement within this group, Right. So you want to make sure that you share regular updates at least a couple of times a week about what's going on or even an old picture because if you're in charge of the group, now the viability and the longevity of the group is really up to you. And so what you can do is put out there, hey, if anybody has a picture of so-and-so, if anybody has a picture of this this event that happened, whether it was a prom, uh, does anybody have any fond memories of yeah, the math teacher or or the gym teacher, or whatever it may be. You can also start doing polls and surveys. And a lot of these will also encourage participation and develop like this sense of community and nostalgia that can uh, build excitement that I'm sure that you're wanting to put together as far as a reunion. Um, It also gives you the ability to pin posts. So if if you are having a reunion and you want everybody to see it, so you want to pin that post to the top of the group. So anytime somebody approaches that group, they see, hey, you know, you need to RSVP because we have this great event coming on. Uh, and that's then there, it's because we have this great event coming on. And if, if this all becomes just too much for you, that's when you can start delegating some responsibilities and you can assign people different roles 
Uh, and those roles could be anybody from, you know, to start approving people who want to join the group to maybe approving the venue or what's going to be happening. But again, first step is it's to get in there and to make the group private, get rid of all the people who should not be there. And then that's when you can start building the engagement. We'll send you all the steps that you need. And Lloyd, once again, congratulations on the big win. Yes, the Kim Commando Show fanny pack that if you really want one, all you have to do is go to kimcommando.etsy.com and we sell them right there in our Etsy store. That's kimcommando.etsy.com. All right. One way to cut down on the endless scams and spams and uh, bogus text messages and phishing emails is to make sure that you keep your personal data safe. Okay. And you want to hide things like, for example, hide your email address. There are these services out there when you want to sign up for, say, a newsletter or maybe a white paper and you're not really sure where your email address is going to end up. You don't want to give them your primary email address ever. So you want to use something like Temp Mail. There's also 10-Minute Mail. Now, if you're an Apple Cloud iCloud Plus subscriber, you have access to Hide My Email. I have that, and it's really phenomenal. You can also set up a burner phone number, too. This is really important when you're selling anything online. Now, you've heard me talk about Google Voice for so many years, and with good reason. It works, and it's absolutely free, and we've got all the steps on how you can set it up over on the website. Now, if you don't want to do a Google product, I know so many of you hate Google, is that that's when you want to use maybe an app called Burner. Now, it's not free. It starts at $5 a month, but you can get a seven-day free trial. There's also Hushed, and that gives you unlimited talk and text for $4 a month. So we've got links to uh, the 10-minute mail, the temp mail, and how to set up Google Voice and these other services over on the website. Just head over to commando.com, and then right there in the middle of the homepage, there's a button that says Show Picks. That's where you find a link to everything that I just spoke about. All right, Renee in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, my father has is developing dementia, and okay. um, I'm worried about keeping him safe online uh, from all the information hacking that's going on. Mm-hmm. Is there any way that anything that I can do to maybe help protect him from that? He he doesn't have a social media he doesn't have a social media presence, and my mom is like technology. She's dead set against it. She doesn't want anything to do with it, so she can't even turn her computer okay. on. But um, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, um, what what kind of computer does he have? Uh, he has one that was built by a computer guy here, so. Um, it's a Windows system, I believe. Okay. Uh, you, that's probably the worst machine for him to be on, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, because it just opens up the windows, no pun intended, uh, for every hacker and scammer to come right in because he's liable to get a pop-up and it looks like it's from Microsoft and it says to update or we found something in your computer and call this number. And, and they're just relentless when it comes time and they they try to steal from especially older adults right yeah. uh, if if I were if I were faced in this situation like you uh, the first thing I would do is would be to get rid of that Windows computer it sounds like it's a little older too and it may not have all the necessary security updates 
And, uh, you know, even if you have antivirus software and firewalls and all the security that known to mankind, even people who who don't do not have dementia are falling prey to some really expensive scams up to and including wiping out their bank accounts because the scammers are relentless and we don't want that to happen. So that would be the first thing. Uh, I know you don't want to take away his independence, however. So what, what I would do. What what I would do is I would buy an iPad and I'd take over the iPad and say, you know what, Dad, look at this. I just bought this iPad and look at everything that it does. You can, uh, I can put a keyboard attached to it and I can use it as a, as a real good laptop. I can uh, touch the screen and I can start a FaceTime call with me or one of the other kids or grandkids. Okay. Uh, you can play your favorite games. If he likes to play chess, I'd put chess. I'd make it so it was his personal device, just his personal device. Uh, download the apps for his bank and put that on there. Download the apps for if he has a 401k, Fidelity accounts, uh, his pension, whatever he likes to keep track of, okay? Stock market, you know. And uh, and so this way it becomes his device. And I would show him that you just have to touch the button, and all, everything will just appear right for you. Uh, and we don't. And the good news is, Dad, that we don't have to worry about all of the security software, the antivirus, the anti-malware. Uh, you could put on a password manager on this, Renee, if you think that you need it. But iPads will do a great job with facial ID, so he probably doesn't even need a password manager. And I would tell him that this is mm-hmm. just the safest way for you to keep doing everything that you need to do because, quite frankly, the scammers are out of control. And our government is not doing anything about it. And people are losing hundreds of millions of dollars every year. And I'll tell you, Renee, I hear these stories all the time. I'm not kidding you. And when I say all the time, I mean like every other day about somebody's parent who clicked a wrong link and suddenly ended up – going out and buying gift cards or going to the bank and transferring $50,000 to some probably 12-year-old kid in Eastern Europe or in India or wherever this kid may be. Okay. Right. And so that that's that's what I would do. And you know, use the analogy that you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't leave the house without locking the door, right? Right. Okay. Uh and so what we want to do is we want to make sure that everything is just locked down because the hackers and scammers are out of control. And if Apple does one thing right, Renee, what it does is it keeps that ecosystem right there. Now, will he still get phishing emails? Absolutely. He will. Okay. So, you know, so there are ways that you can sign in and I can tell you how to do this and you can set up, which I would probably do set up parental controls. He won't know that these are parental controls for a child, uh-huh. but you could limit in-app purchases. Uh, mm-hmm. you, could, you could limit other uh, websites where you don't want him to go and he won't be able to go. Okay? And he won't know. Okay? So, so that's what I would do. I would, I would, my first step would be to get rid of that computer and just say it's too old. It's, not a, you know, it's just got to go. Yeah. And then buy him an iPad and then when you take it to them, set it all up. Now, 
the reason why I know that this works, and I bet you it'll work, even though my mother did not have dementia, is that I had to get my mother, my mother off of a Windows PC years ago. And she was so reluctant to do that because she felt comfortable in Windows. And I gave her an iPad first, and then all of a sudden that Windows machine just went off to the side, and she's like, hey, I need an iPhone. Okay, you know, and I'm like, yes, you do. You need an iPhone. Okay. Yeah, so, he does have an so, iPhone. <laughs> oh, okay, that's even better yet because what you're going to basically be doing is giving him a big iPhone, okay, that does a lot more. But if you can engage him and put things on there that he already knows, he's not going to be having this huge learning curve and he's still going to retain his independence and feel like he can still do things and then you can feel safe that, you know, some 12-year-old kid, like I said, from India isn't going to come in and just swoop in and then just take everything away. And Renee, thank you for your call. All right, that cheapo television that you just purchased, yeah, it may be sending off your data to the data brokers, okay? Here's what to look out for to see if your TV is actually spying on you. Any unusual network activity, say your TV is using a lot of data and it, or it's sending data to strange IP addresses that you can look at the logs on your router. Next up, tracking features. You know, some of these smart TVs, they monitor your viewing habits and they send your data to these third-party advertisers and data brokers are the manufacturers. Now, if you want to opt out of this data collection, then you need to check your TV's privacy settings now, smart TVs will allow you to turn this off, and you can do this if you're concerned. We have all the steps over at commando.com. And again, just want to search for a TV tracking, and I know that tip is going to pop right up for you. All right, be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show because knowledge is power. And while you're there, be sure that you also get our free newsletters and join over 500,000 folks who are just loving them over at commando.com. That's with a K, of course. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.